5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. We are continuing our talk today about spiritual disciplines, and uh, today we're going to talk about worship. David Foster Wallace had uh, made a speech, and this is what he said in the speech. Here's something else that's weird but true. In the day-to-day trenches of adult life, there's actually no such thing as atheism. There's no such thing as not worshiping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what to worship. I believe we struggle with trying to find out what it is that we should worship. I mean, we, as Christians, talk about, of course, we're going to, we want to worship God. But when it's played out in real life, we end up worshiping people. We worship our bank accounts. We worship our stuff, our possessions. We worship political parties and, uh, and political leaders. We end up worshiping our careers or even our retirement accounts. Oftentimes when we hear the word worship, we think about the hour to hour and a half time in in church, in the church building, and worship seems to be limited to that time and that space. Paul writes in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So a life of worship is what Paul is calling us to, not just a worship time um, or a worship space, but yet everything in our life should be trying to direct our lives towards the worship of God. Right now, Tabor Church is going through a uh, study of the Red Letter Challenge by Zach Zender. I'd encourage you to, to pick up the book if you have a chance or the opportunity. But he talks about this spiritual discipline of worship, and he says, whenever we reflect the love of God, we're worshiping him. He says, Martin Luther once said, the worship of God should be free at table, in private rooms, downstairs, upstairs, at home, abroad, in all places, by all peoples, at all times. What they are all saying is that worship happens when I'm around others and when I'm alone. We can really misunderstand worship if we believe that it's something that we are doing or um, offering to God. When worship is primarily concerned with what God does and then how God's people respond to it. That's why I believe we need to practice this discipline so that we can become more aware of the truth of God, which is communicated to us by the Holy Spirit. And without this communication, without this understanding that we will find worship to be thin and inconsistent and we'll begin to resemble whatever ideas of God that we're comfortable with. We'll say, I don't like or I do like this song. I don't like this space. I didn't get anything out of it today. This is the wrong perspective. This is not worship. So the first thing we need to do is start listening and paying attention. Worship is a response. So if we're not listening, if we're not hearing, if we're not paying attention 
then how is it that we can know what God is doing and how to be able to respond in that? D. Benson said that uh, worship is a spiritual discipline as both an ends and a means. The worship of God is the end. It's the whole point of human existence. It is what we were made for, to join our voices with all of creation that sings praise to its creator. There is no higher goal for human existence. But worship is also a means. It's a means to godliness, which is a deeper relationship with God and the conformity to Christ. As we worship in spirit and truth, we become more like Jesus. We become what we think about and what we love. So if we want to be more like Jesus, then we've got to be with Jesus. Hang out with Jesus. Worship Jesus. Think about what that means in your everyday life. Not just the time that you're at church, but in everything that you're doing. Have a good day and we'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.